Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. On behalf of General Tire, where anywhere is possible, drivers, start your engines! Is not approved. Sound familiar? 
With over 30 years experience, GSI Tow Truck Insurance can design a policy within your means. All we write is tow truck insurance. See to Shining Sea, Wisconsin to Georgia, Los Angeles to South Dakota. We have you covered. So what are you waiting for? Call or text us for a non-obligation quote at 262-501-7244. GSI. Big or small, we write them all. It's Monday night and it's time to get rowdy. Catch up on This Week in Arca and now... It's Monday night and it's time to get rowdy. Catch up on This Week in Arca and NASCAR with news and comment. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Here's your weekly radio duo, Rowdy and Mark. Welcome back to the Rowdy Maglite Show on a Monday night, and it's time to get rowdy. And back from Iowa Speedway, it's my Chi-Town duo, Jackman Jeff and Chi-Town Mark. Welcome back, guys. Hey, Rowdy, how you doing? Great, Jeff. How about you, Mark? I'm just doing fantastic. We uh, we saw a good race Saturday night out in Iowa at a nice facility. Got treated like royalty. Not much more to ask for. I got my coffee here. I'm ready to roll. It's Monday night. Let's get rowdy, guys. Well, guys, the way we were going to try, we had it announced that we'd have Shelton Creed at 710, but Shelton texted me just a few minutes ago, and he's trying to get to South Dakota and land, so we kind of pushed him back towards the end of the show. Uh, at 7.40 um, Eastern time We got Willie Mullins coming in at, Willie's going to be at Elko Speedway This weekend guys And I know Mark's going to be there And Jeff just said a 50-50 chance Man what a, what a great way to start What is it uh, Race number 13 at Elko Speedway Rowdy, we go to a lot of tracks that are in the middle of nowhere, and I think Elk will probably top it off. It is a tough track to get to. It's just, it is so far north. Uh, it's uh, right outside the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul, just south of there. But what a beautiful facility. And I probably, the best race we saw last year, best ARCA race we saw was at Elko. What a finish. What a race. Uh, looking forward to being back there. I hope my Buddy Jackman's going to be with me. We'll see. Uh, because uh, you always like having company when you travel. Uh, I'll miss his snoring if I don't have him with Rowdy. Uh, well, that's uh, the Suchi Power X250, uh, Mark. And, uh, you know, for people that don't know about Elko, it's .375. It's Miles is the length, which it takes uh, 250 laps. Yeah, a little over a third. That's kind of a little odd behind that size track was, Mark. Do you have any idea? I'm sorry, Rowdy, I didn't hear you. I said, I wonder where they come up with the size of that track to be the little over a 
that's that's the basic size, you know, a little over three, three eighths, three point seven five, uh, a third, somewhere in there. Those size tracks seem to produce the most competitive racing because it's big enough to get a little speed up, but it's still small enough that everything's in front of you and you have to brake hard. Uh, Alco is uh, is not your typical short track. Uh, it's it's uh, it's a nice facility. It's got a lot of other amenities to it. Beautiful uh, uh, area to to hold facilities and. Uh, uh, so, yeah, looking forward to getting back to Alco. I'm not looking forward to the ride, and uh, uh, there was a couple of us talking about that in Iowa this past weekend. So, yeah, uh, we got to cover the races, though, and that's why we go and do it, Rowdy. Well, Mav TV is going to broadcast that live this, this time, and uh, that's going to be a 9 central time start. That's a late start, isn't it? They've got races leading up to that, though, also, don't they, Mark? Local divisions this year, which they did not have last year, Rowdy, and I'm kind of looking forward to it. They're running three other divisions. I'm not remembering. One's a late-mile division and a couple of support divisions. The late-miles are all going to be running. And it's a 20-lap, a 25-lap, and a 30-lap race, if I'm not mistaken. That's off the top of my head, and we know what that's worth, you guys. Well, last year, 2017 winner, hey, seven-time winner in the ARCA Series last year, Austin Theriot. Jeff and I saw Austin running around in Iowa Speedway this past weekend. Why he's not behind the wheel of some kind of race car just baffles us, uh, and, and I know it baffles you too, Rowdy. Yep. Well, the general tire pole setter last year was, and he knows how to get around the track, and that's Riley Hurts. Riley had a heck of a finish last year, though, Austin, and uh, it doesn't get much closer than that on a short track. Uh, but we saw that happen at Talladega earlier this spring when it was probably the closest race in history for a finish. So, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's slam, bang, thank you, ma'am, or not even thank you, ma'am. It's just slam and bang and go away, and uh, uh, hopefully you get past the next car. Uh, a lot of traffic. Uh, it, it, it's just uh, going to be a tight, tight facility for these big Arca cars. Well, hey, the track record's held by a young man that's been rattling the, some sabers here, Justin Haley. What about Justin? Got it 94.525 miles an hour at Elko. Yeah, that's a deception in speed. Uh, because in reality, they're probably going into the turns and braking, and they're probably at 120 to 130 degrees, and they're docking off that much speed. So good brakes is a is a thing that's really needed at Elko this, uh, for this race. And uh, 250 laps because of the size of the track, uh, they go by pretty quick, Rowdy, and I, I suspect we'll be out of there in an hour and a half again. Well, uh, you know, that's part of the Sioux Chief Short Track Challenge, and uh, right now Zane Smith's kind of leading the way on that one. Well, this is the short track of short tracks for Arca Rowdy, and, uh, well, yeah, we'll, we'll see an exciting one. Those of you who get MAP TV, enjoy it. It's it's a really fantastic little racetrack facility. Uh, 
just conducive to good racing. ARCA has a tendency to go on those types of racetracks, and I don't see why we'll see anything different this Saturday night than we have in the past. Well, let's kind of back up and uh, talk about Iowa, guys. We we got we'll get our mind focused back on Elko when we get uh, Willie Mullins is going to call in, and uh, of course. I think that'll be Willie's second race of the year. I believe it's Daytona and then Elko. Yes, I believe it's because of the sponsors involved uh, not far from Elko. So uh, they're a Minnesota-based company, and and uh, uh, Willie makes the ride up for makes the, the travel to to Minnesota from New Jersey to to do this race. And you know that's I think that's just great. That and uh, I think they got open house. Willie will tell us about it, but I, I know they got open house Friday for for the locals and the people who come into the track can come over on Friday to an open house. I think Willie's got his cars and some more stuff displayed there. Yeah, they like I said, they have a a, a really nice facility at at the racetrack and and to be able to hold large groups and feed them and. Uh, Hold it in comfort for you know large size groups is uh, is nice and I'm I'm sure they get a lot of use out of the uh, well I guess I can't remember what the call is now it's underneath the grandstand area uh, full bar full catering uh, good food good host good everything well the open house is at Willie Mullins sponsors business uh, company's headquarters oh is it yeah. Yeah, it's not at the okay. track. It's at... Yeah, it's Friday at his uh, at their complex. Okay. At CW Metals. Yeah, open house Friday at CW Metals. Well, Jeff, you sent us some good pictures, man. What? You got to see the track as good as anybody. What did you think about the race? I thought it was a good race. Started off pretty good between Riley Hurst, um, Sheldon Creed, and uh, Michael Self. Uh, uh, they were battling for quite a few laps, and uh, kind of Riley kind of got in kind of hot and had to slid up and got into Michael. Michael Self kind of got got into Riley in the back while Riley was sliding up, kind of took them out of contentions. Uh, but other than that, it was a really good race. Yeah, and we did have some really good pictures, too. I was kind of looking at some, and I'm like, man, they are pretty good. Yeah, they were good, Jeff. Uh, all we have like to the, do is go to the Facebook page, because, Rowdy, you post everything we send in, and, and it's up there within a couple of minutes of our taking any pictures. And Jeff takes a lot of pictures, boy. Good one. Well, you know, if you send them, I'll post them. And it's worked. I have a lot of comments back and forth from them, so. I like the ones in pit row. Well, I I like the ones when you show the drivers in the uniforms was good. Yeah, we We try to get Yeah, we get requests for certain shots from people. We try to, you know, fulfill those requests. You know, even requests from you, Roddy, when you think there's something maybe we should be interested in. And we try to get that for you. So 
Uh, yeah, if anybody, you know, you're on the, the Facebook page, you want anything uh, specific, uh, tell Rowdy and uh, he'll let us know. We'll give her a best shot to get it on there for you. Well, I, I wanted to get Rowdy, one. Go, go ahead, Jim. They try to capture everything, you know, it, when, when they're getting in the cars, getting their helmets on. Try to, we try to capture everything before, during, and after, so we do the best we can. Hey, and it's not easy, is it, Mark? I mean, or Jeff. I mean, it's hard to be. I mean, it takes two and three people to, because these these folks are putting all the gear on basically at the same time. So yeah, that's the, you know, that's the thing. You're trying to trying to get the guys who get in their cars first from the back and try to get work your way towards the front and everything you can. When the three of us are there, we really have great coverage, Rowdy, that's for sure. But uh, if if there's at least two of us, uh, it just helps. One starts in the front, one starts in the back, and now we shall meet in the middle. Yeah. Well, you know, I'd text Mark over to to make sure he got one of Wayne uh, getting into his car with a 23 number because that's that's pretty iconic to see uh, Wayne driving in the 23 number. Well, Wayne was the most excited. Wayne was the fact that uh, the 23 number is in the A plan and not the B plan, and that made more cash dollars for the for the the Peterson Racing Group. And uh, he was really happy about that. That was all he wanted to talk about, Rowdy. Well, I did. I had forgot about that. Yeah, that put him in the back in the A plan. Hey. And I think you're yeah. gonna see. I think you're gonna see that again too. Yeah. Well, guys, what'd you think? I mean, I didn't get to see, you know, it was a it's tape delay. Uh all I could go by is uh Arca Racing dot com. Well, Jeff, you got to talk with Fred a little we both did it, but you got to talk to him a little more uh than I did and he he had some interesting things to say. Why don't you share that with us? Well, I really don't like to say a lot because it's nothing set in stone, but I think they were going to kind of evaluate things after the Iowa race and then go from there. And Kenny Schrader and his dad are going to evaluate the situation after Iowa and then kind of move on from them. I think they're kind of evaluating their own program right now with Brett and the Kenny Schrader car. Um, you know, they had, they had a crew chief that they kind of lost uh, a few weeks ago. So, They've been kind of struggling, so they're kind of looking at their program and trying to regroup as fast as they can, I guess. Yeah. They're, they're looking for information. They, they want them to, you know, they, they need to see, you know, uh, it's good. Brett's getting a chance to run other equipment and see what that's like, be able to compare it with their equipment uh, and, give them a, you know, maybe give a better outlook on, you know, that, is he that good of a driver and, you know, what he needs, so. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, kind of neat that Arca uh, has a situation like that where, you know, Brett Holmes can step in and hopefully help himself and his team out. And uh, he was, uh, he seemed very comfortable. Uh, he said it was a little weird getting to somebody else's car, but uh, he said he's getting pretty comfortable with it. I think it takes a lot of pressure off him, too, getting in someone else's car. I think so too, and I think he ran. He ran pretty good Saturday night, also. So I, that was yeah. a plus. Yeah, he was in the top ten. 
It's like yeah, I can't like watch it. It's not, yeah. Go ahead, it's Jeff. like being a kid and your dad, your you know your dad, your owner, and you're always listening to your dad. Now you're getting some different feedback from a different owner, so it takes a lot of pressure off. And I think you know he seemed real at ease when I talked to him at the track on Saturday. He seemed uh, real comfortable at ease. You know that you know, you know he was able to drive for somebody else. I think. So I kind of took the pressure off. So I think he ran a little I better. Was, I think he was excited a little bit too. He was, you know, he he knew something needed to be done, and and they're doing it. Well, like he said, I think his, that Kenny Schrader's equipment's a little bit better than his own equipment, so it kind of made things a little easier. Well, and, uh, the, the the crew chief situation over there, uh, he's been there forever. Uh, knows what's going on. He's worked with young drivers before. It, it's just all a good plus, I think, for Brett Holmes. Yeah, Donnie does a great job. I mean, look what he done with uh, Austin. I mean, I, I can't blame him, guys. You know, it's it's a it's an expensive sport, and you need to be getting every dime that you can get out of what you can get. Well, you know, in all honesty, Brett Holmes Racing was struggling a little bit the last few races, Rowdy, and uh, uh, at least they're they're smart enough to realize, well, there's something not right here. We got to figure it out. Let's get it that up and up. What can we do about it? And they're doing something, uh, and I think they're in the the right situation uh, right now. And is it a permanent one? I doubt it, but I think they can uh, figure out a few things and get their program better get Brett Moore back into it, and, and just move forward from this point on. Well, guys, y'all know as well as I know, as far as drivers, there ain't nothing permanent in ARCA. <laughs> you know, they come here to step on to others, and, hey, if that trading out seats is going to improve, Brett, hey, bravo, man. Let's get, let's get with the program and move on. I, I agree, Rudy. We we were was it Michigan? We were talking with somebody with the team, and they, you know, they they would have liked to have had a more experienced crew chief. Da 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 da. They're just not available out there. Yeah, we were talking. Yeah, well, it was Stacy, you know, he, and he pointed him out, and he was absolutely right. I mean, you know, a lot of the the good crew chiefs are all they're all working right now. Where would Vetrini Motorsports be this year without Kevin Reed? Uh, I think they'd be lacking uh, a little bit. I think they'd probably be hurting even more behind MDM. MDM's just hooked up right now. Vetrini's not far behind, though. You got Frank Kimmel, too, with the Venturini. Yeah. Two two very experienced people in, in their organization this year. Yeah, that wasn't there last year. No, the, the I think the Venturini's are are just on the brink of uh, maybe clicking exactly like MDM is right now. And uh, if when they hit on it, look out! Uh, they got the driver lineup to to do some damage. Well. Oh, MDM. look at Chandler Smith. Wherever he runs, man, he's 
he's a threat to win, man. Yeah, you're right, Jeff. And I think well, this was his first race. He wasn't on the pole since he's uh, running Arthur Car. Was in Iowa. And I overheard what? Billy Venturini talking to him say, first half of the race, let's figure the car out. Let's figure it out. And that's exactly what they did because the second half, they were moving. And with a few more laps, he might have got Sheldon Creed. Yeah. Yeah. They ran out of time, ran out of laps, whatever you want to, however you want to put it. But he was coming, that's for sure. Like I said, he was moving around, trying different lines, trying to figure things out. He said a few more laps. Just ran out of time. He he just drives much older than his age. Uh, and he's just amazing since the first time we saw him in Nashville two years ago. So, uh, I yeah, Taylor Smith's got a strong career ahead of him. Do you th- I wonder if Chandler's got any experience at Elko, guys. I'm going to say no. No, but I know he's won super late miles on that side of the track in similar configurations. So, uh, I expect I expect him maybe be the possibly on the pole again and to win the race. Uh, there's a good chance that could happen. Uh, but 250 laps, as quick as it goes at Elko, it's a tough 250 laps because, you know what, you're always in traffic. You're never in free, clean air. So you're always battling with either a lap car or the guy behind you wants to get by you, Rowdy. Yeah. Well, it should be a great race, guys, because I see some good short trackers in that group right there. Well, if it's anything like last year, Roddy, it's going to be the best race of the season. Last year was a great race. It was one of those races where you don't even bother looking at the, the scoreboard because you're so entrenched with watching the racing action on the track, you don't care what the lap is. Well, I'm just glad it's televised. I mean, I know Mav's uh, got it, and a lot of people don't get Mav, but the ones that do's in store for a great night of racing. Well, I'm looking forward to it, Rowdy. Uh, uh, it's going to be a good, you know, group of cars there, uh, 10 to 12 cars that are possible winners, and uh, that just makes for an exciting race. Plus, the local division's running. Adds a little more flavor to the evening. Yeah. Uh, you know, when we hung around there at Nashville, when the, it was, what, a couple of years ago, and we hung around. And uh, <laughs> I, I had a good time. We had, so, we had so much fun that night, Rowdy. <laughs> I stayed Watch with one foot ready to run. on the quarter-mile track. Yeah. Those guys race yep. as hard as anybody else that we saw race that weekend. And honestly, they did, Mark. Really, they did. Hey, they, they surely did. They put on a decent show. I'm, I'm looking forward to. You know, I've got several people that's going to grow up to race there, and that's that's not too far down the road. I'm looking forward to going on, on the regular nights, on the local nights. Well, when can we make the announcement of Rowdy Mag like uh, 
Motorsports, the, the new <laughs> the new subdivision of uh, Buddy Maglite's uh, radio. Well, it's a he hadn't got him official. He don't know he's got him. Uh, <laughs> he he does have his room clean, so I know he can take care of the cards. Uh, Here you go, Jeff. We're going dirt racing, man. It'll be next year, but. You know, in honesty, I, I think these carts, will, he'll be able to get out here and practice and play with them, and we can learn on them. And then probably next year we may go on and, and, and get him one to to compete. But I, I think these two right here is going to help us get – we've got two of them, and they're the 120 Honda class. So – and they're little dirt carts. I think Talladega Short Tracks got are starting to race them over there, and uh, there's a couple of more little places, but they're farther away. So, and we're just gonna learn on it. That's all. Just I can tell you one thing, boys: tires are expensive. <laughs> are those little tires expensive? Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah, sixty. You might as well say about 70 bucks time you get them shipped to you. That's a piece. <laughs> you need to talk to Moon Pie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I may have to get you out of send. I'll send smoke signals. <laughs> I've, already, I've already got the size. I went... Looked them up, but you know how hey, we can buy a rebuilt motor, or not a rebuilt, but a new motor uh, that's competitive, and they'll they'll pay for it. if you get tore down because you won, they'll pay for it, thousand uh, dollars. So, and and that's take care of it. That's good for several several races, you know. So we're just gonna have, try to have fun at it, guys. You know. I got something. I just been going out there. Look, I can't wait till we start cleaning them up, tearing them apart, and uh, getting them ready. Well, that will happen before you know it, Rowdy. And uh, just remember, you got to save enough time for the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to Willie calling in next, guys. Uh, we're not too far away from him. Ten minutes, he'll be calling in. Let's talk a little bit yeah. about tomorrow night, Rowdy, can we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but before, let me tell Tim, those, these are not for me. These are for my uh, 10-year-old. They're his, and, and I figure the 6 year old is going to worm his way into one of them. So, anyway, we know we got yeah, two cards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mark, tell us about what you got going on tomorrow night over at Slinger. Called the Slinger Nationals. It's a 200 lap super late model event. It's some of the best uh, short track racers in, in the United States going to be there, along with a few. Uh, you always bring a few name drivers in, and uh, one of those name drivers is Eric Jones. And after everybody watched uh, Saturday night at uh, Daytona, they realized who he is. He won the race, so he's going to be there in a late model. Uh, Ty Majeski. 
Wisconsin native and uh, Xfinity driver and ARCA driver, competitor at times, uh, was also going to be there. Uh, Johnny Sauter from the trucks. Uh, Johnny's also a Wisconsin native and looking for his first win in the Nationals. Uh, we have ARCA driver Natalie Decker. Uh, Natalie's going to be driving, I believe, her family-owned car, trying to qualify, and uh, Chase Purdy from ARCA is also going to be there. So looking forward to seeing everybody compete against some of the finest super late-mile drivers in the country in Wisconsin on uh, Tuesday night. Tomorrow night, uh, there are just under 40 entries. I think they're starting 24 cars, so unfortunately, there's going to be a few sad drivers going home tomorrow night, Rowdy. And a lot of people trying for those spots, aren't they, Mark? It's uh, it's a loaded field, Rowdy. Uh, if it anybody can win in the top, much like an ARCA race, it'll be just like the top 12 top 14 cars could possibly win. It's a legitimate two-groove, high-banked, quarter-mile oval where they're going around in 11.7 seconds a lap in traffic. So, uh, yeah, your uh, your heart's in your throat. Uh, Dick Trickle, fam- the, the famous and Dick Trickle had it the best uh, about Slinger Super Speedway. It's like flying jet airplanes inside of the gymnasium. <laughs> and he's right. <laughs> that that would be kind of that'd be tough, guys. Yeah, slingers after the faint of heart. If you want to go fast, there, uh, you got to hold your breath for a lap or two in, in qualifying. Uh, gosh knows how they do it in the races and still breathe, Rowdy. I don't know, but uh, it happens. It happens quick. Uh, and it's fast. You know, 11.7 seconds a lap in a drag strip is amazing. On an oval, that's that's just – it's kind of like watching the Indy cars in Iowa this past weekend at 180 miles an hour under a mile track, Rowdy. Absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal. And that's, that's tomorrow night. That's tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. If you're in the Wisconsin-Milwaukee area, drive north on US-41 to Slinger, Wisconsin. Follow the directions. There's signs there to get you to the track. Uh, admission is reasonable. I, at the top of my head, I couldn't say what it is, uh, but it's worth every penny of it. Uh, it's going to be some good racing. They're going to run their late mile division also. So there's going to be plenty of racing to go on uh, to keep you occupied on Tuesday night and uh Southeastern Wisconsin, Rowdy. I'm telling you, y'all. <laughs> that, that Tuesday and Wednesday night racing, I'm all in for. It just don't happen much here. For for whatever reason, you know what? It originated, the Slinger Nationals originated as a way to get the NASCAR Cup drivers to uh come and race a short track race. And, and Dick Trickle was very instrumental in getting the race going. Uh, and the uh, promoter owner at the time, Wayne Erickson, talked with him, and they figured out, well, if we did this the weekend, you know, the Tuesday night after the race in, in uh, Michigan, you know, they wouldn't have to travel so far. And that kind of started the whole ball of wax going rowdy, and it just evolved from there. And 
Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night races on a Wisconsin short track are not unusual. Well, it's good thinking, Mark. I mean, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, there's not a whole lot going on, especially on Tuesday no. night. And I, you, there used to be you could you could run Tuesday and Wednesday nights, but uh, right now if you have a super late model and you wanted to run your car, you could run it four nights a week. You could run it uh, Thursday night at Wisconsin International in Caucona, Wisconsin, Friday night at, at any number of racetracks, Saturday night again any number of racetracks, and Saturday night basically Slinger. So you could run four nights a week, uh, and some guys do. So... Uh, yeah, it's, it's just an, Wisconsin is just an unusual hot spot for auto racing. And you're going to, Skip's going to be there. What GSI insurance, the tow insurance, GSI tow uh, truck insurance. Yep, Skip's going to be there. I'm going to get to visit with him again. We're going to hopefully put some stuff together for the future that we can uh, maybe some uh, contest party. Have people call in, win prizes, meet us at the racetrack. Well, we could do a bunch of different things with with this, and uh, we'll uh, we'll chat tomorrow. We'll figure a few things out. Uh, great guy, he's got a great company. I'm sure he took a chance on it. It's paid off for him, and he's enjoying some of the dividends of that now. And glad uh, he's involved with auto racing. We need more people like Skip and auto racing. That's for sure. Well, he's got a car too, and he's sponsoring in tomorrow night, isn't he, Mark? Yeah, there is there is a car that he he sponsors. Uh, Alex Pontney uh, has the GSI tow truck insurance logo on the side of their car, and uh, they uh, become friends with the uh, with the family and uh, the Alex and his family, and, and Alex and Skip and their family. Uh, Everybody check out with each other every week, and I'm looking forward to getting some inside information tomorrow at the, the races if I can. Well, all right, Mark. Sounds like a plan. Let's bring on our first guest for tonight. All right, Rowdy. It's about time. All right. Listen, I'd like to welcome back to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Willie Mullins, driver of number three Ford, headed to Elko this coming weekend. Welcome back to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Willie. Thank you, guys. I really enjoy being on the show every time we get a chance. Well, Willie, you, well, you, last time you was on was talking about a completely different animal, and that was Daytona. So now you're talking about a smaller one and more of a beast at Elko, aren't we? Absolutely. You know, we're getting ready to go down here to the shortest uh, track that uh, the Arca Series runs on uh, this year in uh, 2018. So we're we definitely have to plan the other way. You know, we got to keep all the fenders on it the same, but, uh, you know, a little beating and banging doesn't hurt down there at the short tracks. So you got everything packed and ready to go, Willie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the cars are actually out at the track. Uh, the truck driver made it today uh, out there. Uh, we have a display Friday um, at CW Metals in Monticello, Minnesota, um, for all the fans in that area can come by from, I think it's 10 to 2, we're going to be there all day. We're going to have uh, free food and giveaways and stuff like that. So anybody in the Monticello, Minnesota area, they can stop by uh, CW Metals anytime during the day. Well, that's got to be pretty good there to be able to be 
at a track where you can bring your race car and, and your sponsor puts on a show like that for all all your fans. Absolutely, you know, and they're also the associate sponsor on this race uh, with Sioux Chief. So, you know, it's it's a big a big deal for us because you know D- Daytona is Daytona, but this is a big deal with all the family that's going to be there, and you know we're we're very excited to have everybody there. And and CW Metals has a booth for all the 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 fans um, that are family members and and uh, stuff like that of the uh, scrapyard. So it's it's going to be a big thing for everybody. Well, Willie, uh, you've been coming and evolving into this situation that we've evolved into now with an Elmore engine and a composite body. What do you? How do you think that's come along? Uh, I think it's great. I think um, you know, it it does hurt some of the smaller teams for the initial investment, but unfortunately, if if you want to look good and have a good series, we need to all step up, and that's what we've all done. And and mostly everybody has gotten the new composite body and, and the other people are working on the Elmore. So it, it's worked to make the series better. And, and as you can see now with NASCAR buying Arca, you know, we must add a pretty good um, a market value if, if NASCAR stepped up to purchase our series. Well, you can look where we have made our step and watch NASCAR make their step next behind us. And, you know, we had to be doing something right. Absolutely. You know, we were the guinea pig for the Elmore for the truck series. So, you know, we're very proud to be part of that and, and glad that NASCAR is, it chose us and then now is going to be working with us. Well, you know, everybody asked me what I think and I, I, I say, well, I'm just hoping and praying for the best and I, I'm looking for the best out of this. Absolutely. You know, and I, I think it will be, it's going to be one of those things while growing pains and, and things like that in probably 2020, but we'll see where it goes. We don't know. We can't uh, predict the future. Mark, you're on live with Willie Mullins there, my man. Thanks, Rowdy. Welcome back, Willie. We always love having you on the show. Oh, I'm always uh, excited to be on Rowdy's show. Well, that you know reminds me to check out your cars. I mean, you have some of the darkest race cars on the track. Who does your... Uh, your wraps for you well they're actually not wraps we actually do um all that in-house we do all the paint and body work here at our own uh auto body and repair shop more amazing that's even more amazing willie because those are really sharp looking race cars thank you we uh you know our short track cars look just as good as our super speedway stuff so we're always you know proud to show up and have good cars and and you know let the fans see what really nice stuff looks like and we're here to present the arc in the best light and move forward and make sure that that everybody sees that we have nice stuff and maybe one day we'll land that big sponsor and be able to race 10 or 15 races a year we'd love to see you be able to do that too but boy just a long haul for you guys to uh to go from the east coast to the middle of the great lakes up the great lakes Absolutely. You know, it's uh, I think it took the dr- truck driver about 18 hours to get up there, 20 hours, something like that. You know, he left Saturday night. We were racing at our local short track, Dominion Raceway, down here, and we had to switch some pit boxes around and get them loaded up in the trailer. And then he left Saturday night and hauled all the way up there wow. and got up there the today around uh, 10 o'clock, I think. From that, made safely. Uh, the car's in good shape, and. Uh... We're looking forward to seeing you on Saturday night. Uh, what, 
Do you prefer Daytona or do you prefer an Alco because of your experience on the show this week? Um, I, def- I, I prefer just being behind the wheel of a stock car, you know. Uh, I, anything with Fair with enough. a steering wheel, I love love being behind the, the wheel of a race car. No, you know what? That's probably one of the best answers I've had in a while. So, yeah, that's, yeah I can understand that. <laughs> I don't care where it is as long as we're racing for something. But they, they both want the different challenges for you, so, you know, yeah, they they both have. Um, you know, not beating it up too bad too early. You know, you got to make sure you got a car there at the end, and and not burn the tire off of it. You know, you don't want to get that right rear too hot, and and then you're you know just sliding around the rest of the race. So it's it's more tire management. You know, Daytona we have such a hard tire there; it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, when you go to Elko, you got to just keep the tires underneath you for the last ten or fifteen laps. There's that old saying, rubbing is racing. And do you see a difference with the uh, steel body cars and the competitive cars in the rubbing area? Uh, Is there a little more gift per se with the composite body car? Well, I like the composite body because, like last year, I probably pounded the wall three or four times with the right rear and it just had some scratches on it and the crush panels were beat up. If if it had been a steel body car, we would have put a side on it. So, you know, that composite body really, you know, it does save and cost some uh, when it comes to minor damage and things like that. My next question out, I, you know, the tire damage is left. I mean, it still can happen, but it's less possible happening with the, the composite or the steel body tire. Right, you know, it's you always gotta be careful with the tire damage and things like that. So, yeah, you're starting to break up. Yeah, I'm having trouble hearing you a little bit. Yeah. Are you there, Jeff? I'm here. All right, you, you're live with Willie there. Hey, Willie, how you doing? Uh, thanks for uh, taking time and being back on the show tonight. Absolutely. I appreciate being here tonight, Jeff. Hey, uh, you haven't raced since Daytona. You're going from the biggest track to the shortest track, basically. What do you have to do to prepare yourself for, uh, to run at Elko? Um, you know, it's just – it's you got to be mentally in the game no matter what track you're at. Um, the biggest thing is you got to make sure your cars are right. So we're, you know, we got two short track cars going to be there with uh, myself and Robert Bruce. Uh, so we're excited to have a two-car effort with the two and the three. Uh, so it's a lot of just preparation, make sure everything's right. We went and tested at a local short track called Shenandoah Speedway, and that's very similar to Elko. So we went and did that Wednesday on uh, July 4th and took our July 4th and made sure our race cars were ready and then back to the shop and, Worked on them Thursday and Friday to leave Saturday. Now you say you're bringing a short track car. What is the difference between what what differences between uh, your super speedway and your short track car? Well, a lot of the difference um, is the way the body is hung. It's the same body. It's uh, you know the same five star composite body. Nothing's been changed. It's it's just how it's uh, located on the chassis a little bit. Um, and then your, you know, your suspension components are a little bit different. Um, 
depending on, you know, what kind of setup you have under the car, things like that. So it's very minor. And if you had to unfortunately use a speedway car at a short track, you could. Um, so it's, it's one of those things, you know, it's, it's minor, but it's enough that we have a couple different cars. We don't have to have as many as we used to, but it's definitely, we need a couple. Now, do you prepare yourself any ways to run at Elko since you had time off? Do you, are you running on, on other tracks? Yeah, we uh, we go down here to our local short track at Dominion and do a little bit of testing here and there and help with the late models. And then I run uh, my SCCA road course car, which is a an ARCA road course car. So it's I'm I'm still behind the wheel. It's just we haven't had a chance to run much um, much ARCA races this year because we're so busy here at the the body shop uh, fixing these trash trucks for County Waste. All right, Willie. Uh, thanks for taking time on the show, and uh, good luck on Saturday night, and hope to get to see you there. Absolutely. We're excited, and like I said, we're having that uh, display Friday uh, during the day at uh, CW Metals in Monticello, Minnesota. All right, I'm going to turn you back over to Roddy. All right, thank you. All right, Willie. Uh, can't get off without talking about the duck. Yeah, yeah, we got Harvey. He's running around here somewhere at the shop. Uh, you know, he's he's hiding hiding in the shade or he's starting to starting to get into the pond now he's starting to become a real duck so you know everybody asked about how Dinah's ducks are doing and they're doing good uh, you know it's definitely a interesting conversation piece well you know i get to see her her feed and i get to see him walk around and uh it's uh it's pretty amazing <laughs> it, 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 you know, you know. <laughs> Yep, yep, and you know we're very fortunate to to have a good shot. We're right here by this pond, so we got the duck running around, and we got plenty of work to do. So it's a a very successful year, even though we haven't got a chance to race with the Arca guys much. Well, what I was gonna say, you know, when we first met, I, I don't I don't even think we'd had our show going yet, and if you'd have said, Roddy, you're gonna be doing a radio show, and I'd looked at it and said, and you're gonna be racing ducks. <laughs> You're gonna be surrounded with ducks. We'd have both thought was crazy. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Well, really, let's talk about your sponsor right there and uh, give them a shout Absolutely. out and your crew guys. Yeah, we're uh, you know, like I said, we're very excited for this race. Uh, we're gonna have two cars there. Uh, both of them are gonna be sponsored by uh, CW Metals and Crowing Reci- Recycling out of um, Brainerd, Minnesota. Um, and then we also have our, our body shop on there bugsy's auto repair and then we have um county waste and recycling you know they're a big partner of ours here at the shop so you know everybody that's that's part of it and we got uh timmy braun and snap on tools and morgan lumber company every single guy that person that's on that car has helped us all year and unfortunately we haven't had time to run two more than two races but we're trying to get our sponsors out there and and put them out there in the front so hopefully we'll have a good top 10 finish this weekend and uh you know, I'd also like to, to wish my mom a happy birthday. It's her birthday today, so, uh, you know, we're going to try to bring home a good finish for this weekend. Well, happy birthday to her, and, and uh, I hope that's what you bring home to her there, Willie. Hope to have you back on Monday night. I hope so, too. You know, win, lose, or draw, we're going there to have a little bit of fun and, and visit with some family and do a little racing in between. Well, you represent your sponsors well, my friend. You got great looking equipment, and you know how to get to the front. Good luck, and Mark and Jeff will be with you up there at Elko Speedway, man. That's Saturday. 
That's Saturday night under the lights at Elko Speedway. That's right, and we'll have the CW Ford Fusion hopefully run into the front. There you go. Thanks, Willie, for being back on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Absolutely, guys, and have a good night. I appreciate everything. Thank you, Thanks, Willie. Willie. Talk to you later. Bye. Sound familiar? With over 30 years' experience, GSI Tow Truck Insurance can design a policy within your means. All we write is tow truck insurance. See to Shining Sea, Wisconsin to Georgia, Los Angeles to South Dakota. We have you covered. So what are you waiting for? Call or text us for a non-obligation quote at 262-501-7244. GSI. Big or small, we write them all. All right, guys. Willie Mullins with Willie Mullins Racing. Uh, you know, like we talked about, he's got the right. He's got the Elmore. He's got the composite body. You know, if the cars look like a car, you can go and the fronts look like a car you can buy on Monday morning. Rowdy, he has two of the sharpest race cars at the racetrack when he's going to show up this weekend. There's uh, they're bright, nicely painted. I thought they were wraps. I didn't realize they painted. They painted. Uh, they did a heck of a job on them. And uh, they're easy to spot on the racetrack. Uh, they're really sharp. Uh, they, they did a, a super nice job in getting those cars uh, to be as noticeable as they are. I, you know, and I didn't realize they was painted also. Well, in this day and age, we're all thinking of wraps, and it's, he surprised me as much as anything when they said they actually painted them. They, well, they look I, like some of the nicer wraps I've seen on race cars, yet alone this is a painted job, so even more amazing. Hey, Jeff? You got, you got two numbers showing up here. What two numbers? Yes. Well, it's the same number, but it's showing on the board twice. Well, I had That's to call back. I actually hung up again. You had so much noise, I, I had to let you ask him the question, <laughs> and then I put you, put you on mute. Yeah, I heard that. I'm like, muted. I'm like, well, it was... <laughs> what did Mark? It's a little bathroom in there. Yeah, it still is. What's that? I thought it was bad. Yeah, when you I'm were talking, it looked out pretty bad. Okay. I'm driving yeah, right very, now, so that might be a little bit of the, my stuff. The very end, Mark, it started breaking up. I don't know if it was Willie or us or whoever it was. Then it cleared up okay. Well, it's, it's Jeff's got all the no, road noise right there because I just it just stopped, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, I text over Shelton and told him if he had time to call. So if he does, we're gonna give him a few minutes and uh, we'll play. I'm gonna jump over here and play this. You're 
you on mute right now but uh with the pit stop tim the spain welcome welcome back tim thank you very much rowdy mark how y'all doing tonight brothers i'm doing fine tim i hope you're doing the same great i'm doing well i'm doing well thank you very much and rowdy did you let mark nim know uh go ahead and let the cat out of the bag we do have a radio room for fall race here at Talladega Super Speedway. So we're gonna be we're gonna have some good internet service, gonna do some shows and uh Mark comes down, he's welcome to join us. Uh I don't know if Steven's gonna come down, but uh we're gonna be right across the hall from Clara B. Lane, NASCAR uh Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel ninety will be right across the hall already. You probably seen that uh room. So uh gentlemen, y'all come on down. We're gonna have we're gonna do two big shows that Saturday morning and that Sunday morning. So just to let y'all know. Hey Tim, I, you know I've been studying that, but you have you know on Sunday, you was talking to your uh, guest about getting and riding in the back of the truck. If we could have you in the truck, Steve up in the box, me helping Suzanne and Jeff, and Mark in turns <laughs> one and two or on pit row and turns four, and do hey all of us together that would be a slam dog show there, my man. You got that right, brother. We'd be we'd be almost as big as MRN or PRN, but we'd have a ton of people covering it from ever from every corner. Well, I tell uh, everybody, tell me your outlook on now. Sorry, Rory. Our local guys there come down and uh, start a little controversy on the yellow line this weekend. What's your take on that? That's right, Rowdy. I'm sure you and Mark and Jeff, y'all all watched it. I've dissected it. Uh, I actually put the actual rule on social media. Of course, I got a little bit of flack about that, but I don't know where some of these people come up with 
They should have let – I mean, you know, you could definitely see. The way the rule reads, it's 10.8.3 in the NASCAR Monster Series – in the NASCAR Monster Energy Series rule book, uh, Section A. Vehicle must race above the double yellow lines around the entire racetrack. If a NASCAR's – if in NASCAR's judgment, the vehicle – vehicles goes beneath the double yellow line to improve its position, the vehicle or vehicles – I sound like a lawyer, don't I? Will be will be black flagged if in NASCAR's judgments a vehicle forces another vehicle beneath the double yellow lines in an effort to stop the advancement past the vehicle will be black flagged. Uh, letter B, NASCAR defines this is for this is it. I mean it's just it's black and white straight from NASCAR rulebook. NASCAR defines beneath the double yellow lines as follows: when the vehicle's left side tires. All y'all's listeners now. Left side tires we are. are beneath are beneath the left line of the inside double yellow line that separates apron from the racing service while passing another vehicle. I don't know why. I've listened to Dave Moody today. I've listened to a lot of them on Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel ninety. You get these callers that call in and say, Well, I don't think he went down there. I don't I mean, you know Mark, Jeff, uh Rowdy, y'all know. Y'all seen it. Justin Haley went below the yellow line. And that's just part of a rule is a rule, just like what Spencer Boyd texted me, text me the other evening. Me, me and him was talking about it. A rule is a rule, and I don't see where you can dissect that, Jim. Well, it was a great pass, but it just didn't count. <laughs> no, that's that, that, right. it, and, and I'm, I'm, you know, I, for one, being another Hoosier, uh, Justin coming from Winnemac, Indiana, just south of me here. So I watched him race for a lot of years. Nobody was pulling for him more than me, but he went below the line. Uh, I think maybe there's a touch of gray area there that he was forced or possibly pushed down or he reacted, whatever. But his car definitely wasn't you know, below the yellow line. So uh, the rule is what the rule is, just like you said, Tim. So, Tim, let me ask you this. If he had kept that front tire inside that yellow paint and never touched the outer black skirt, he, would have, he wouldn't have been – I mean, was that – once he touched the outer black skirt, that was when he was actually out of bounds or the first time that he touched the yellow line dropping down. That, that's what I – of course, it don't really matter because he actually went past and down onto the apron. But I just wondered if the out of bounds was actually when that tire went out of the and touched the apron, the black part of the apron from the paint. Exactly, Rowdy. That's the way I read it. And you know, uh, and if I can, I'm gonna go ahead and read that that uh, section B from the NASCAR rulebook, just like you just brought up. It said NASCAR defines beneath the double yellow line as follows: when a vehicle's left side tires are beneath the left line of the inside double yellow lines. So that would be, like you said, yep. if he had stayed on if he had stayed on that double yellow line, NASCAR would have scored him and everything. But like you said, when he hit that black part of the apron, they black flagged him and like Stephen said, they put him he was the first they scored him a first first car lap down at eighteenth position, I think. That's where NASCAR scored him. So they did black flag him and put him back. He was the first car a lap down. Justin Taylor was. Well, it, it was a heck of a finish of a race. 
It was. Well, it's not it the was, first man. time a, a win's been taken away because of going under the yellow line, and I'm sure it's not going to be the last. That's 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 just reaction, you know. Uh, maybe Larson just moved a bit down low and caused Justin Haley to to uh, you know go down a little farther than he had planned to because. You know, at one time there was plenty of room, and uh, uh, I think maybe if he, if if Haley hadn't dropped low and under the line, there would have been a big old wreck. Exactly, Mark. And just I mean, you know, I'm not a driver, but I watched it. Y'all watched it. I watched replays of it. I would have done the same exact thing. I just don't think Justin Haley realized how low he actually went. I thought he was going to actually. He probably thought he was going to stay on the double yellow line, and you can't blame NASCAR. You can't blame Justin. That's it's just it's just racing. But some of this social media stuff, just like Dave Moody said, you know, my goodness, people, you know, if you if you give them, you know, just, just like Moody said, I was listening to him earlier right before I come home from from work. He said, you know, if you give these drivers an inch, they're going to take a mile. And nothing away with that. That's the job that they're supposed to do. And then I've heard some of the listeners say, well, why don't they just find them? Well, y'all know that. Y'all seen how everything's happened now with the uh, loose lug nuts going through the room of doom with the heights and everything. The crew chief's getting fined $10,000. You know, and then it's a double-edged sword. Some of the listeners also say, well, why don't you start taking races away from them? Well, okay. Listeners, fans, that's what we just did. Now you're going to complain about that. I don't know. I don't know where to go. You you can't please everybody, brothers. You can't. Well, hey, it was – well, it was clearly, you know, it was a clear call. He did go just like you said. He went past the paint into the apron, and there was your foul. I mean, and he did have room enough to keep that car in the paint. I mean, we all see – hey, and look – if Larson's smart enough to wiggle a little towards him and make him think he's coming down, that's called a smart race car driver. That's right, Rowdy. It's called it's called to some of these I don't I don't want to get everybody on my bad side, but I won't go ahead and tell it. It's called racing and it's called rules. If you're driving down the interstate it's 65 miles an hour. That state trooper probably going to give you 70, maybe a little bit forward. Okay, you're going to say, I'm going to do 80? See, you're breaking the law, which is called breaking the rule. I'm trying to put it simple, y'all, but I mean, don't get me on my soapbox because I, I know it's going to get on it tomorrow night. I know I know we're going to talk a lot about that tomorrow night, but I just wanted to call in and sort of give y'all <laughs> Yes, sir, we have. We've all been guilty of that. Well, Tim, tell everybody where we can find you tomorrow night and follow you. Okay, you can follow us on the Speedway Digest Radio Network, uh, Rowdy. Thanks for having me, and uh, thank y'all for calling in every now and then tomorrow night, uh, uh, 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 Eastern. We're going to come on live and do what we always do. we got Reverend Joe coming on with the invocation, and our guest at uh, 7.20 Eastern Time, we have driver of the number 23 Toyota for BK Racing, Mr. J.J. Yaley. He finished... Uh, Either 16th or 18th in the cup race down there. Of course, there wasn't hardly nobody left, but uh, a big shout-out to J.J. and Ron Devine and BK Racing. we got J.J. Yelly coming on tomorrow. That's going to be really, really interesting. I, I want to get his take on that yellow line deal, too. If you want to call in and talk with him, just 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 give us a holler, brother. Just like you I said, may do it. Call in. 
That's right. All right, Tim. Thanks a lot. All right, appreciate it, guys. Y'all do a hell of a job. Keep it up. I'll talk at you later. All right, bud. Thanks, Jeff. So do you. All right, Jeff. Yep. Uh, how we going? How about you want to close the night out on? Well, another good show. Uh, hopefully we're going to make it to Elko on Saturday for a great short track race. Uh, like I said, anything like last year, best race of this best race of the year. So looking for Elko and uh, hope to see everybody out there. Until next week. All right, Jeff. Uh, Mark, let's just talk just a few minutes about Slanger and uh, give them another shout out. Well, I think we can do that pretty easily, Rowdy. Uh, Going to meet uh, Skip from GSI Tow Truck Insurance out there, uh, 262-501-7244. Call or text. Uh, they'll take care of you, big or small. They do it all. Uh, looking forward to spending the uh, uh, the Slinger Nationals with Skip, and uh, I'm assuming his two sons will be out there and get to enjoy being with them also. Uh, it's a good race. One of the biggest races in the Midwest all summer long. Uh, it's one of the crown jewels of Wisconsin. It's been around a long time. Uh, it's lustrous coming back. Nice full field of cars. I'm looking forward to it. Nothing, you know, I like my super late models, Rowdy. Oh, yeah. Well, with a good reason, Mark. It's, uh, <laughs> they they, they yeah, put on some really good shows. Right. They do. And they, and they, the car is a show is a show. A show is a show, and I like stock cars. So uh, I, I get to see other forms of racing through the year, and uh, I always end up back at the stock cars and uh, can't help myself. But no, we'll be there tomorrow. We'll be there early, uh, late morning or so, I'm assuming, and uh, running the chip, I hope. Sometime tomorrow during the day, skip, and we'll uh, we'll uh, looking forward to it. And until next week, we'll see you. Let that light shine bright. Let that light shine bright. All right, Mark. I appreciate it, man. Uh, y'all send me the pictures this weekend from Elko, and we'll get them up going. You got it. All right.
rates too high, drivers not approved. Sound familiar? With over 30 years' experience, GSI Tow Truck Insurance can design a policy within your means. All we write is tow truck insurance. See to Shining Sea, Wisconsin to Georgia, Los Angeles to South Dakota. We have you covered. So what are you waiting for? Call or text us for a non-obligation quote at 262-501-7244. GSI. Big or small, we write them all. It's Monday night and it's time to get rowdy. per hour in their electric pro carts, they'll leave with a recharged new bond. They guarantee it. For more information on how to book your company event, visit autobondspeed.com. 